holy sweet mother of God shit. Hello, hello, hello. What, what, the, what the hell are you doing? I hope no one's eating dinner. The next best thing, every Monday night from 10 until midnight on Radio Free Brooklyn. Fun for everyone except for dear Jesus. Something like that. Holy sweet mother of God, it is 10 o'clock on a Monday night, so you know what that means. Is it time for your favorite show ever? No! But it is time for the next best thing. I'm your host, Jonathan B. Lerner, keeping you company every Monday night from 10 until midnight right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Can you hear me? One second. Testing. One, two, three. Are we on? Great. Anywho, let's do the housekeeping that we always have to take care of. Let's just get it out of the way right off the top. You can tweet at us. We are at Next Best Radio. That's at Next Best Radio. Or go ahead and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. A lot of stuff gets posted on our Facebook page, stuff that we talk about in any given episode, information, links to pertinent sites, all that stuff. Usually goes up on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash NBT radio. Also, if you're really feeling like you want to go all out and write it's more than 140 characters, more than something you'd feel comfortable posting on a Facebook wall. You can always feel free to send us an email. We are at nextbestthing at radiofreebrooklyn.org. And lastly, we do ask you to remember that we are fully listener and producer supported. If you like what you hear on Radio Free Brooklyn, if you like what you hear tonight, please consider going to our website, going to this show's page, and donating a little something something to keep us in business if you like what you hear tonight well a donation could ensure that you will get to hear more next week and the weeks after that uh if you feel so inclined you can go to rfb.nyc slash nbt again that's rfb.nyc slash nbt oh man that was exhausting wasn't it it was for me i'm sure it was for you too so that's all the housekeeping I can think of right now. If I've forgotten anything... Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Good. I don't know if you are aware of this. I'm sure you all are. But Twitter just recently got a new, a new account, a new user. Yeah, the one and only O.J. Simpson joined Twitter. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. So, this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. Okay, well, first of all, Twitter world, you get to read all my thoughts and feelings on just about everything. Because if if there's anyone you want to know what they're thinking, it's, it's me, OJ, the double murderer. First off, the balls on this guy. Hey, everybody, Twitter world, it's yours truly. You're welcome. I'm here for you because I know you only care about what I think. No. Number one. Number two. Did you hear the last thing he said? This should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. O.J. Simpson has getting even to do? <laughs> um, well, O.J., let's see. You brutally murdered your ex-wife and her friend. Some guy you didn't even know. You got away with those brutal double murders. And yet you feel wronged. That sounds actually just about right. O.J. Simpson is among the most reprehensible human beings on the planet. 
He kind of reminds me of the president, to be frank, to be perfectly frank. It's totally accurate. But anyway. Precisely. Okay, so tonight, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Excuse me. So tonight, 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 we're gonna make it happen. What we're gonna do tonight, we've, on this show, we've had, we've done a lot of best of shows. We've done the best or the scariest movies of all time. We've done the best voices of all time. We've done the best Broadway shows of all time. Well, tonight, we're gonna go and review the best songwriters of all time. Yes, that's right, songwriters of all time. You see, folks, I can tell you from personal experience that when it comes to music, there are a lot of great voices out there, great performing artists, singers, bands, whatever. And the mere performance of music is a great art form in and of itself. Performing works of other people, studying music written by famous composers, it's rewarding, it's enlightening, it's great. But for understanding how music really works, nothing can compare with sitting down and writing some for yourself. And if you don't think it's difficult, by all means, try it. I can tell you, it is difficult. So tonight, instead of just honoring performers, I thought we would go and review some of some of, we're not going to have time to talk about all of them, but some of the best songwriters of all time. Many of them happen to be performers as well because they're just so goddamn talented. But not all of them are. Before we do that, though, folks, big news. As some of you may already know, one of the few ways Radio Free Brooklyn is able to generate revenue to keep our station on the air is by offering affordable podcast recording services to people in our community. That means you. If you're thinking about starting a podcast or just want to get yours out of your kitchen and into a professional studio where it belongs, Radio Free Brooklyn offers a, a low hourly rate, which includes a technician, so all you need to do is show up and record. As a special thanks to our live listeners, we're offering an amazing discount through September 1st. Just use coupon code NBT, that's NBT for next best thing when scheduling, and you'll get 20% off the cost of your first recording with us. Just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash podcast studio and enter your coupon code to get your discount. Again, that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash podcast studio and use coupon code NBT before September 1st. You're listening to the next best thing. You're listening to the next best thing. Ding, 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 dong. Dong. Indeed. Okay, so, the best songwriters of all time. Let's get in. Let's start. Shall we? I'm trying to tell you something about my life. Maybe give me insight between black and white. And the best thing To help me take my life less seriously It's only life after all Yeah Well darkness has a hunger that's insatiable And lightness has a call that's hard to hear And I wrap my fear around me like a blanket I 
Hell yes. Who better to kick us off tonight than the Indigo Girls? Oh boy, they've written some damn good songs over the years. The Indigo Girls are a folk rock music duo from Atlanta, Georgia. The members are Amy Ray and Emily Saliers. Sally, S-A-L-I-E-R-S. I always, I always called her Emily Sailors, but I was wrong. The two women met in elementary school, became friends, and started performing music together as high school students. They're both openly gay, lesbians, but they are actually not, nor have they ever been romantically involved. This is a very common misconception. The Indigo Girls have produced, have come out with 15 studio albums dating all the way back to 1985. They won a Grammy Award for Best Contemporary Folk Recording in 1991. Now that was, what you just heard was Closer to Fine, one of their biggest hits. They usually close their live shows with it, and it is among probably one of their most popular songs ever. So the two women don't actually usually collaborate in writing the songs. They usually write separately and then work out the arrangements together. I'm not going to lie, though. As I went through and looked at most of my all-time favorite Indigo Girl songs, they were almost all written by Emily Saliers. So, I guess I could have put her on this list as an individual, but why would I do that? The Indigo Girls are stronger together. Their second studio album and first major label release came out in 1989 and was called simply Indigo Girls. And that's what Closer to Fine was on. If I had to pick my all-time favorite Indigo Girl song, though, it would be this one.
songwriters of all time is Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day and has done some solo work as well. Commenting on his attitude while creating that Green Day album from 1994, Dookie, which was their breakthrough, Armstrong said, quote, back then I just wanted to write songs I could be proud of and be able to play in five years. Five years? I think he lived up to that. The album went on to sell millions, and Armstrong, who really never got the credit he deserved as a writer back in the days of, you know, bands like Nirvana and Pearl Jam, has amassed one of the most impressive songbooks of the last 20 years. For example, in 2004, their album American Idiot turned into a Who-scale ambition when it turned into a rock opera and actually ended up on the Broadway stage. has a lot of great songs on it like American Idiot, this one, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, and of course, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Great one. I mean, Green Day, the fact that they are still making albums and still selling and, you know, performing to sold-out crowds across the country, and they've lasted since 1994, that's impressive no matter how you look at it. So... A lot of huge successes, but 
my favorite by far is the 1996 acoustic ballad, Good Riddance, also known as Time of Your Life. Now, if you're around my age, this was probably played at every graduation you ever were a part of, be it as a spectator or you were actually graduating yourself from elementary school, from middle school, from high school, from the Boy Scouts, from whatever. This was probably played, and appropriately so. More importantly, though, the song has become a standard and a pop cultural touchstone. Enjoy. And as always, have the time of your life. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life So take the photographs and still frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life Right, you are listening to The Next Best Thing on Radio Free Brooklyn, and we are going through some of the best songwriters of all time. That was Billy Joe Armstrong, who obviously is the front man of Green Day. Now, the next guy I'm going to talk about very briefly, I, I mean, I put him down as an honorable mention, but the fact that I'm going to bring him up, I mean, come on. The guys on this list, despite the fact that he is a... Filthy human piece of garbage. That's right. I don't like this person. I've never liked this person, even before they got in real hot water. But this is the best songwriters of all time, and the fact remains that he has written some goddamn good songs for multiple artists. I'm talking about the guy who wrote this and is singing this. If I can see it, 
can do it If I just believe it There's nothing to it I believe I can fly I believe I can touch the sky I think about it every night and day Spread my wings and fly away I believe I can soar Yes, R. Kelly has written some great songs like that one. But that's all we're going to say about him because, as I pointed out, this filthy human piece of garbage. That's exactly what he is. Moving right along. Okay, next we're going to talk about the girl who just wants to have fun. <laughs> who is so goddamn unusual, that's for damn sure. Cindy Lauper, her album, She's So Unusual, which came out in 1983, was the first debut album by a female artist to achieve four top five hits on the Billboard Hot 100. They were Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Time After Time, She Bop, and All Through the Night. It also earned Cindy the Best New Artist Award at the 27th Grammy Awards in 1985. Her success continued with the soundtrack for the motion picture The Goonies and her second record True Colors. This album included the number one hit single True Colors and Change of Heart, which peaked at number three. Since those days of being the queen of pop, she has since branched out into musical theater, writing the songs and score for Kinky Boots, which went on to win multiple Tony Awards, including Best Original Score and Best Musical. Winning Best Original Score was unique. It made Cyndi Lauper the first woman to ever win that category in her own right. Pretty unusual indeed. Unusually talented, am I right? Well... All I know is that she wants to have some fun.
moving right along. Yes, indeed. We're moving right along here. So, from party girl of the 80s to the melancholy man of the 70s, next on our list is James Taylor. One of the best songwriters of all time, indeed. James Taylor was one of the most successful and influential artists to emerge from the singer-songwriter scene of the early 70s. He chronicled every aspect of his life. Drug addiction, recovery, marriages, divorces, friendships, the death of friends and family members and so on. He created the mold for the confessional balladeers from Cat Stevens to Elliot Smith. Uh, he once told Rolling Stone of his songwriting process that, quote, it comes out of a sort of mood of melancholy somehow. And like Taylor himself, standards like, I've seen fire and I've seen rain, don't let me be lonely tonight, and Copperline seem delicate, but they're as melodically sturdy as oak trees. <laughs> Gersh darn it. Here's my one of my favorite James Taylor songs. There is a young cowboy lives on the range His horse and his cattle are his only companions He works in the saddle and he sleeps in the canyons Waiting for summer his pastures to change And as the moon rises he sits by his fire Thinking about women and glasses of beer and Closing his eyes as the doggies retire He sings out a song which is soft but it's clear As if maybe someone could hear Good night, you moonlight lady Rock-a-bye, sweet baby Jane Deep greens and blues are the colors I choose Won't you let me go down in my dreams And rock-a-bye, sweet baby James Now the first of December was covered with snow so was the turnpike from Stockbridge to Boston Though the Berkshires seemed dreamlike on account of that frosting With ten miles behind me and ten thousand more to go There's a song that they sing when they take to the highway A song that they sing when they take to the sea Song that they sing of their home in the sky. Maybe you can believe it if it helps you to sleep. But singing works just fine for me. So good night, you moonlight ladies. Rock up by sweet baby Jane. Deep dreams and blues are. Won't you let me go down in my dream And rock up our sweet baby Jane Moving right along Yes, moving right along here, but staying in kind of the same generation. Next on our list is Carol King. K -K 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 
Carol King. Carol King gave voice to a generation of women who were establishing their own lives and identities in the 70s. Her 1971 masterpiece, Tapestry, remains one of the biggest selling albums ever. Okay, ever. She did have some help from her ex-husband when it comes to the lyrics, but uh, she she wrote she wrote songs dating back to Tell Him That You're Never Gonna Leave It. No, that's not right. <laughs> she wrote... Uh, she wrote, one fine day, you'll look at me, and you will know that you're just meant to be. That's like a 50s doo-wop girl group hit. She was writing songs way back then. She also wrote, um, when you're down and troubled, and you need a helping hand, and nothing, oh, nothing is going right, uh, you've got a friend. She wrote all sorts of great songs. Whitney Houston, Saving my, saving All My Love for You, Gladys Knight and the Pips, I've Got to Use My Imagination, Diana Ross's theme from Mahogany, Do You Know Where You're Going? They were all Carol King. They were all Carol King, okay? Quote, once I start to create a song, even if commerce is the motivation, I'm still going to try to write the best song and move people in a way that touches them. People know when you do that. They know that there's an emotional connection, even if it is commercial. Damn straight. Thank you, Carol King, and thank you for all the damn good music. Oh, yeah, kind of like this, a song.
Carol King, you can never go wrong with King, Carol King. But now we're moving right along here. Kind of the same era, same generation is Burt Bacharach. Burt Bacharach. Now, that might sound like an old kind of fuddy-duddy name, and it kind of is, but he has written more songs, more great, catchy, fun pop tunes than really anyone I can think of off the top of my head. He studied classical composition with French composer Darius Milhaud and was part of John Cage's circle. But he chose pop music as a career and started writing songs with his longtime partner, Hal David, who had a knack for matching wistful sentiments to to Bacharach's unconventional jazz chords and constantly shifting time signatures. The partnership really took off in 1962 when they started working with the one and only Dionne Warwick. You know Dionne Warwick. Keep smiling, Keep shining, knowing you can always count on me, for sure. Same Dionne Warwick right there. Uh, <laughs> Warwick charted with dozens of backrack songs like I Say a Little Prayer for You, Walk On By, and Anyone Who Had a Heart. He also wrote songs like What's New Pussycat, How do you, uh, What Do You Get When You Fall In Love, You Guy With a Something to Burst Your Bubble, and raindrops keep falling on my head. He basically wrote the whole score for the movie My Best Friend's Wedding. You know how that movie opens with wishing and hoping and thinking and praying, planning and dreaming each night of his child that won't get you into his arms. You know it. You know it. Don't act like you don't know it. Well, Burt Bacharach wrote that song as well. There are so many songs I could have played for you tonight, but the one I thought I'd go with is, in my opinion, the most fitting for the times we find ourselves living in. Take a listen and give it a thought. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of What the world needs now is love, sweet love No, not just for some, but for everyone Lord, we don't need another mountain There are mountains and hillsides Enough to climb There are oceans and rivers Enough to cross, enough to last Till the end of time What the world needs now Is love, sweet love It's the only thing That there's just to live love What the world it's not, it's love, sweet love No, not just for some, but for everyone Lord, we don't need another meadow There are cornfields and wheat fields enough to grow There are sunbeams 
enough to shine Oh, listen, Lord, if you want to know It's so true, isn't it? You know it's true. What the world needs now is love. Sweet love. Sweet Mary Mother of God, the world needs love. Moving right along. Yes, we're moving right along here. Okay, so next on our list is one of my personal favorites. Now, by the way, I think that was the first artist I've played who was not actually performing their own song. That's not to say he couldn't, though. Burt Bacharach did sing, does sing, and perform as well, but as I mentioned, he wrote a lot of hits for Dionne Warwick, for other people. Next on our list, though, is one of my favorites. Woo-hoo, and it's just like Buddy Holly. That's right, Buddy Holly. His buoyant, hiccuping vocals and wiry, exuberant guitar playing drove home lyrics that seemed to sum up the hopes, aspirations, and fears of the kids buying his records. What do you know? After a failed attempt to make it in Nashville as a country artist, Buddy Holly returned to his native Lubbock, Texas, where he and his band, the Crickets, drove to producer Norman Petty's studio to cut a version of That'll Be the Day. That song became a number one single, and Holly was one of the first rock and roll singers to write his own material, and I do mean his own material. He exerted a huge influence on the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and countless other artists. In fact, the Beatles, believe it or not, the lauded Beatles, named Buddy Holly as one of their biggest inspirations. In fact, the Beatles' name was inspired by the Crickets, and according to legend, when the Fab Four arrived in America to play the Ed Sullivan Show, John Lennon asked, My God, is this the stage where Buddy Holly played on? That was a terrible <laughs> Liverpool accent. He said, Is this the stage Buddy Holly played on? And it was. Buddy Holly wrote a lot of great songs, like one that was covered by Linda Ronstadt in his It's so easy to fall in love. It's so easy to fall in love. Yeah, and it's so easy. But my all-time favorite Buddy Holly song is without question. Every day it's a getting closer Going faster than a roller coaster Love like yours will surely come my way Hey, hey, hey Every day it's a getting faster Everyone 
one said go ahead and ask her love like yours will surely come my way hey 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 every day seems a little longer every way love's a little stronger come what may do you ever long for true love from me every day it's a getting closer going faster than a roller coaster love like yours will surely come my way hey see here next on our list is Joni Mitchell the great Joni Mitchell now she came out of the coffee shop folk culture of the 60s and she became the standard bearer the standard bearing star of LA's Laurel Canyon scene but her restless brilliance couldn't be confined to one moment or movement she began with songs that only by her later standards seemed simple like clouds both sides now big yellow taxi but then banging on her acoustic guitar in startling ways or playing modernist melodies at the piano, she unfurled starkly personal lyrics that pushed beyond confessional songwriting towards an almost confrontational intimacy and rawness. Now, she is quite the character. Indeed, she is quite the character. I saw her give an interview that I think was recorded at least sometime within the past five years, and she's a she's she's great. Don't get me wrong. She's as brilliant as ever, but she did seem a little. And I say that with all love, due respect and everything. But she did. She kind of couldn't. It was like she would talk and kind of trail off. But that has nothing to do with her songwriting, which is brilliant. Here's one of my favorites. Joni Mitchell. Clouds from both sides now, from up and down, 
Next on our list of greatest songwriters ever is Elton John. However, you can't talk about Elton John without talking about Bernie Taupin. Yes. In 1967, a clever, I guess you could call him clever, I would now call him lucky, but a clever record company executive paired lyricist Bernie Taupin with a young piano player named Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Reginald Kenneth Dwight, at your service, sir. Their partnership has endured for nearly 50 goddamn years, putting 57 songs in the top 40. Elton John has said he has never shied away from Bernie's contributions to his success. He has said, quote, without Bernie, the journey would not have been possible. I let all of my expressions and my love and my pain and my anger come out with my melodies. I had someone to write my words for me. Without him, the journey would not have been possible. End quote. Their process has remained nearly identical from day one. Day one. Bernie writes a lyric and sends it to Elton, who sits down at the piano and turns it into a song. Their first big hit came in the 70s and was Your Song. Now, there were so many songs I could have picked for this, for Elton John. Your Song, Daniel, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, I Couldn't If I Tried, Can You Feel the Love Tonight, and whatnot. But I had to pick the song that I was most emotionally moved by ever in my life and that was this particular version of this particular song enjoy elton john goodbye england's rose may you ever grow in our hearts you were the grace that placed itself where lives were torn apart 
called out to our country And you whispered to those in pain Now you belong to heaven And the stars spell out your name And it seems to me You lived your life like a candle in the wind Never fading with the sunset When the rain set in And your footsteps will always fall here Along England's greenest hills Your candles burned out long before Your legend ever will We've lost these empty days Without your smile This torch we'll always carry For our nation's golden child And even though we try The truth brings us to tears All our words cannot express The joy you brought us through the years It seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind Never fading with the sunset when rain set in And your footsteps will always fall here along England's greenest hills Your candles burned out long before Your legend ever Next on our list of greatest songwriters is Regina Spector. Who? No, come on. What? Much more modern. Regina Spector is an American 
I think she was born in Russia, but she's an American songwriter of today. Now, unlike Elton John, she does write her own lyrics. However, oftentimes they're a bit peculiar. Regina Spector. Regina Spector, indeed a modern-day great when it comes to writing songs. Moving right along. Okay, the next one is... It seems inappropriate to use the expression, it kills two birds with one stone, but indeed that's what it does. Paul McCartney and John Lennon, both deserving to be on this list in their own right. However, this song is a song they wrote together. However, it really wasn't written together. And I'll explain after playing it for you. This song was actually written as two separate songs. Paul McCartney wrote a song. John Lennon wrote a song. Then they came together and found a way to literally fuse them into one. So here is the showcase of Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Turned away 
Yes, moving right along here, but some quick history on that song. And I learned this in my graduate-level music theory course back at the Jacobs School of Music. So, of course, I know what I'm talking about. Kind of. So, when you hear the song starts with, I the news today, oh boy. And it sounds, it is John Lennon singing. It's a very John Lennon song, kind of psychedelic and, you know, more mellow. And, uh... When you hear that part at the in the middle of the song, where it's like you hear, it almost sounds like an airplane getting started. That and then it goes into that woke up, Paul McCartney, very Paul McCartney style. That's the song he wrote. And when you hear that loud transition, that going kind of ascending scale. What that's really doing is tr- is taking your ear and kind of erase. It's kind of like a palate cleanser. It's a transition between John's song of I heard the news today, oh boy, and woke up beneath my head. Two different songs, but that transition in the middle is what makes the is what makes the ear adjust easily. Isn't it just genius? Moving right along. Moving right along here. Okay, next on our list of greatest songwriters of all time. All time. Well, this broad needs no introduction. Oh, yeah. Not Jolene, but Dolly. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't. Your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you, Jolene 
talks about two in his sleep And there's nothing I can do to keep from crying When he calls your name Jolene And I can easily understand How you could easily take my man But you don't know what he means to me, Jolene I know, I know. You want to hear the whole song, so do I, but we just don't have time. I could have included I Will Always Love You, Working 9 to 5, all great Dolly Parton songs. But regardless, Dolly Parton is one of the greats. Moving right along. Okay, next, another female. I mentioned Regina Spector was kind of more of a modern day for our generation, a songwriter for our generation. Well, I also mentioned that her lyrics are sometimes kind of nonsensical. Well, this next songwriter, it's the opposite. Her lyrics are always beautiful and perfectly understandable and sometimes quite heartbreaking. Next on our list of greatest songwriters is the one and only Ingrid Michaelson. There's a Not on a hill And the paint's chipping off Of the old windowsill There's a tree in the front yard That's older than me And older than all of you There's a smile
You know, if Paul Simon, if he had ended his career when he and Garfunkel broke up in 1970, he'd still have produced some of the most beloved songs ever. The Sound of Silence, Mrs. Robinson, Bridge Over Troubled Troubled Water. But he didn't. He kept going, and we're all the better for it. 
Moving right along. Okay, well, we're just closing in on midnight here on The Next Best Thing. And so we're going to skip to our final songwriter, one that's very, holds a very special place in my heart. Yes, it's the piano man himself, the guy who's in a New York state of mind. I'm talking about Billy Joel. Now, Billy Joel, especially this song, just take a listen for a minute and we'll talk in a second. You see, now this song holds a very special place in my heart, Uptown Girl. First of all, it's so 50s doo-wop style, which just kind of plays to Billy Joel's versatility. But the reason it's important to me is because when I was a young kid, I was absolutely... The idea of singing or singing in front of anybody was absolutely petrifying to me. If I had been asked... I loved music class. I loved singing. But if I'd been asked to sing a solo in front of the class, I probably would have dropped dead right there. This song spoke to me in a way. It got, I'm, it kind of, we were doing this when I was in eighth grade, and I knew that I could sing this song better than any of the other schmucks in my class. And whether it was competitive, whether it was, I loved the song, who knows? But this song got me out of my shell. It was the first solo I ever had in my entire life, and it changed my life. Really did. Whenever I hear this song, I'm taken back to my 13-year-old self standing on stage, soaking it in, thinking how different my how far I had come singing that song on stage between from any days before then, I had couldn't believe I was actually singing in front of people. It was crazy, and that is the power of music. Believe it or not, though, as much as I do love that song, it is not my favorite Billy Joel song. My favorite Billy Joel song just happens to be my favorite song of all time. You know, I was just talking to someone recently about this. When it comes to, what's your favorite food? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite this or that? Oftentimes... It's an absurd question. What's your favorite movie? Are you kidding me? There's a thousand genres and, I mean, there's too many. I don't know. Well, it's equally absurd to think someone would have a favorite song, but I do. My favorite song of all time is Billy Joel's Lullaby. I don't know if it's the beauty, if it's the words, if it takes me back to certain moments of my life. But my favorite song of all time is Billy Joel's Lullaby. And there was a time, I think in 2001, when he was doing kind of like a lecture masterclass and someone brought that song up to him and said, you know, that's my favorite song ever. I sing it to my daughter every night. 
Can you talk a little bit about what went into the writing of that song? And he did. And it's, I think it's very enlightening and very moving. So here's Billy Joel talking a little bit about what went into the writing of Lullaby, Good Night, My Angel. All right, so I had this, 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 uh, this melody... Which is how I write songs. I, I wrote the music first. She goes, Daddy, what happens when you die? So I said, oh, man. Okay. And I told her what I really believed. And what I really believe is what happens when you die is you go into other people's hearts. That you never really go away. You go into the rest of the people that you knew, you go into the rest of their lives. They, they take them with you. So, uh, but also this was during a time when her mom and I were splitting up. So this was like a double-pronged thing like, Daddy, you're going to leave me. And I said, I'll never leave you. I'll, I'll ne I will never leave you. I'll never go away. I will never, never, ever leave you. So um, it, it, was, it was a tough answer, you know, in, in both respects. So I'm trying to remember when, when I was writing it. Good night, my angel. I'm to close your eyes and save these questions for another day. I think I know what you've been asking me. I think you know what I've been trying to say. I promised I would never leave you, and you should always know wherever you I never will be far away Good night, my angel, now it's time to sleep And still so many things I want to say Remember all the songs you sang for me when we went sailing on an emerald bay And like a boat out on the ocean I'm rocking you to sleep The water's dark and deep inside this ancient heart You'll always be a my angel now it's time to dream and dream how wonderful your life will be 
Someday your child may cry And if you sing this lullaby Then in your heart there will always be a part of me Someday we'll all be gone, but lullabies go on and on. They never die, that's how you and I will be. This is the next best thing. Don't go.